What's up, my man? Yo. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear I can hear you now. Awesome. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? How is everything? Yeah, bro. Been been good. It's been uh it's been a while. I can't even remember last time I I I saw you. I know. It's probably it's been what a few years now, right? Yeah, if I had to guess, I'd say probably what well, I definitely was probably G's session. Um, yeah, I think maybe like last December or even before that. Yeah, probably crazy. Just, <laughs> yeah. I know, dude, it's been a while. Yeah, no facts, facts. How's uh, are you in Detroit right now? I am, yeah. How's uh, how's Detroit. that all been? It's been awesome, dude. Um, really like you here, the team's great. I like the city. It's been it's been good. Yeah, I've seen some good. uh some media and stuff, and seems just like an amazing time. Like you know, Dude, yeah. I mean, Detroit City, like the team itself, looks unreal. But then you know, being in the city itself, like, just seems like like so fun. Yeah, dude, it's, it's a it's a fun city. But yeah, probably the best thing is definitely the club because just the environment here is freaking sick. <laughs> like, it's great. We got yeah, fans are I've, awesome on game days. Like it's so it's so fun. I've watched some games and it's unreal that you guys get like a turnout like that. I mean, it's it's so amazing to see. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, they're great. They're pretty. They're funny, but it's so cool. Like they get they have they chant all game like nuts. It's they're they're great great fans. But you're in the I, UK right now, dude yeah bro yeah i moved overseas no way are you so you're living there yep yeah full time now no way that's awesome how do you like it how's it been bro like unreal what so i was actually in germany um like the last two and a half months okay um because i was trying to find a team out there and because i i have german citizenship so that's why like i was trying to like trying to, you know, yeah. find something out there, but didn't really work out. You know, the language barrier, it's, it's like a yeah, big thing. It's tough. It's um, tough. So then, yeah, I had a, had a connection with a team out here in the UK and um, yeah, came over and uh, yeah, so I'll be playing here next, next year. Dude, that's awesome, man. Congrats. Yeah. I appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. It's, it's definitely awesome. uh yeah, unreal experience. I mean, Germany was, you know, even though Germany didn't go as planned, like it was still a great like learning lesson and experience. Um, oh, definitely. And, you know, just grateful to have something, have something here in the UK and, you know, speak the same language as everyone. No, exactly. Where, where, yeah. So where in the UK are you? So I'm in a town called Worthing, um, which is near Brighton. I'm sure you know Brighton because of the team. Yeah. Um, so it's just a little bit like west of Brighton, maybe 30 minutes. Um, yeah. But it's nice, like, you know, kind of small, quaint little town right on the coast. Like, you know, we have a beach, which is nice. Um, nice and, you know, not too far from London. So it's it's definitely a, a much better setup. And, um, yeah, really, really happy and kind of finally getting settled in, which is nice. So, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah, appreciate it, bro. Appreciate it. So how do you how do you compare Detroit to to Arizona? Like, talk about your time there in Arizona and how does it you know compare and contrast? Um, Arizona, I, I I loved Arizona as well. Um, 
they had some great facilities, especially down in Tucson. If, um, which probably outdoes it here. But honestly, I've um, been really impressed with everything here. Um, it's just a very good environment. Um, everything is top. Um, not as hot, <laughs> obviously. The weather here is great. Um, I like being in the bigger city. But just being at the, the being at a higher level um there's definitely some some differences um and just day-to-day day-to-day things um just yeah i really enjoyed my time in detroit and i enjoyed my time in tucson as well but this year has definitely been a step in the right direction for me personally um and i've been i've been happy with it yeah, good, good. So how does it, like, because over here, right, like, each team is based on, like, investments and, like, how much money they have. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's almost ran like a business. And I know it's similar in the U.S., but, like, does every team, is it based on, like, what the investments look like within the team? Is it more just, like, what they have to work with? Like, how do, like you said, you know, facilities, like, how does that, how does that vary between club? I mean, there's some pretty big, discrepancies between teams in the usl um yeah a lot of the teams i i don't know exactly how many but like a lot of teams really struggle like they're kind of like really on the like squeezing every penny um they want to get a team that can compete but some clubs just can't afford to bring in like some of those big name veterans or they'll try to find their name guys who are willing to take a little bit of a pay cut to be at a, at the a right environment. Um, and then there's other teams that just have so much money. Um, so there's like a pretty, there's a pretty big difference within the USL, like on USL's terms. Mm-hmm. Um, but all, I mean, all the clubs make do, you know, like some clubs don't have great facilities, other do. Um, and that's kind of also just a product of the environment and maybe, that club's had a pretty great history, like teams like Tampa Bay and Phoenix and San Antonio, who were in the NASL days. Actually, I'm not sure if Phoenix was, I can't really remember, but but who were around when the NASL was pretty much the main league, have survived and continued to thrive in the USL just because they, they have that base and history and they were – doing well then and they've just been able to really continue it over keep their funds good and and build off yeah, of it because they're usl has a salary cap right no i don't, I don't think so i um, i don't know for sure i don't know the specifics yeah. but no i don't not that i know of oh uh, and because i know that mls does um yeah like I'm, I'm pretty positive so i wasn't sure if that if that translated directly like into um yeah. like the USL as well honestly I'm not sure but they they definitely might but yeah I think I think teams have their own cap more than more than the leagues yes yeah. yeah I don't think any team really has that type of money otherwise they'd probably be and the MLS if even for those investors who maybe are running it yeah 
that's what that's what's so interesting is because like being over here now where like you have the promotion relegation like battle between all of the leagues like it's just so interesting how like bro clubs literally like like staying up will make or break them you know like it, oh, it's the difference it's the difference between like a club being able to you know stay up pay their players pay their staff like all that and mm-hmm. not you know and, and just continue to drop down the leagues and not have the money to pay players and you know things like that and so it's just like yeah it's interesting to compare and contrast the two of like how like how different you know it, it is but in some sense it's similar totally- but i I think the U.S. needs to implement like a promotion relegation system if we really want to get to like the next level. And oh, soccer. absolutely, absolutely. It it really does just give like that extra incentive, you know. Like, the team here is terrible, and there's no threat of relegation. Like, what is like? I guess a problem, more of a problem for the USL has been like there's always been the MLS second teams, um, who are good. And they have great players, a lot of whom make their way to the MLS first team, but they're not maybe not as concerned with the results now as they are with developing those players. We're at so there's games where like like right now at the bottom of the league is Red Bulls too. And they have great some very good players, but they just don't care about the results. But if there's maybe that you get punished for being that bad where you have to care about the results more and rewards the other team but like there's like 30 champ usl championship teams in like 12 league one like it would also be cool to kind of like get that even really get promotion relegation here in the states that would be awesome i think i think it's the next step for us like (laughs) i think it it, it would really you know create such a buzz and you know you'd be able Mm -hmm. to have just a really big growth of of the sport and like you said, too, I think it's important for the development of players as well, because like I was listening to another podcast where, you know, there's such a difference between playing like academy football, you know, like being on the second team of, mm-hmm. you know, a professional team and then, you know, playing for a first team where, you know, winning or losing is like whether these people can pay their mortgages or not. Like it's no literally. You know, and when you when you put that pressure and you're you're in that environment day to day and like you're playing where results matter and like every point, you know, can can be the difference. Like it just I think it, it's such a huge part of like development within within I've been calling it football now because everyone here calls it football, but within soccer. Yeah, no, no, go with football. Even like a lot of the teams here still call it football. It's just like, yeah. Well, yeah. I guess it depends. But no, it's yeah, but- so true. Do you guys have a lot of internationals or what, what's the team look like? Yeah, we, so we have a decent amount. Um, trying to think we're kind of, kind of spread out a good, a lot, mostly Americans because there's um, international spots for USL teams, yeah. you know, like I'm sure it's the same in, same uh, in, yeah. in England, but um, yeah, we got a, uh, got a couple African guys. We got a couple a couple guys from Europe, one guy from Mexico, I'm trying to think. We're a little bit spread out everywhere. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Yeah, but, no, that's good, though. And, that you know, you get to be exposed to different types of football and, you know, different levels and, and things 100%. like that, which is important. Yeah, 100%. Is, is the level pretty, like, substantial? Like, how do you compare it to, like, 
USL one, like college, you know, some of the players you've been around, like how, how does it compare? Um, it's definitely another step up. Uh, I'd say like probably the biggest jump I felt was when I went to Tucson from college. Um, that I was like, it took, I think it took me a, a good few weeks at least to really adjust and be like, okay, everyone, because basically like there's very good college players, of course, there's college players that go on to play professionally and like do really well professionally. But when you get to like a professional environment, you realize, oh, that's the norm, you know, like so the best players on college who do make it, they're oftentimes another, just another player. Like, of course, yeah, there's great players here as well, but, but they, it's everyone, that's the minimum level, you know? Um, so that was a bit of a jump. And then coming here is definitely another, I'd say, a step up. Um, at Tucson last year, we had great, some really great individual players, um, some of whom made the jump up to the championship. Um, but, uh, it's I, again like I feel like with every level you move up, just the average kind of moves up with you. Um, but yeah, there's there's some ballers, man. There's some really good players. There's some no, really it's good a players. it's a great environment for you to be around and continue developing. And you know, you just you're immersed in that. Then through osmosis, like you're just gonna get better. You know, which yeah, which man. is you know which is the goal. Yeah. What, have, what 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 have you thought on that? Yeah, definitely. Like, I mean, when I got to Nova, like the first few weeks, I was like, oh my God, like I don't deserve to be here. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I suck, you know? And yeah, um, no, it's hard. It's hard to like, like keep your, it's hard to keep your confidence up when you kind of have that moment of, whoa, wait, these guys can play, you know? And you have to be like, yeah. wait, I can play. <laughs> like, I can do this. It was, no, it was definitely, like, and God bless you, Seppi, bro, because, like, he was there to kind of, like, talk me off the ledge through a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and the biggest thing, too, is because, like, Indy, too, I think, like, we spoke about this before, but, like, everyone's so old. So, you're, like, stepping into yeah. a professional, you're stepping into basically, like, a professional environment, you know, and so. No, that's so true. A lot of, yeah, like, a lot of those best Nova guys were literally playing, uh, there's a lot of internationals, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, for academies, we're basically at that level. Yeah, we we had, bro, we had one kid who like trained with Atletico Madrid's first team, and then like, and then we had like another kid who was like German national team, like in his youth, and like just like ballers that you know have played like at a high level. And same thing, like it, it was great to be around and it definitely like helped you develop. But like when I first got there, it was like oof, it was like, you know, this is gonna take like a bit of a, an adjustment. And yeah, like, as a young like they're shooting the ball and it's like, am I supposed to save that? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, my timing when I first got there, like every single shot, I was just left, right. I was like, oh. Oh, and and yeah. so now too here like in England it, it's the same like it definitely has been like a step up level wise and you just realize mm-hmm. like ev- like ev- like there's no no one's bad like every player exactly. is is like top of their game and mm-hmm. I think I think that's a difference between college and and like you know semi pro pro is like in college you have like walk ons you kind of have like practice players people that are kind of there to just you know mm-hmm. I guess. I don't know, get the experience or need to fill numbers or like whatever the case was. Um, yeah. 
And I mean, honestly, I was that player for a couple of years, like until I like it took some time for me, you know, and, you know, got up to speed. But that's something I realized now, like every player is just like it's 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 a good level it's a really yeah dude yeah that 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 was the other thing is like when you get to like people who want to play professionally like when you like it becomes your livelihood like it's your now it's your it's your job on the line it's you don't perform you're not gonna have a team you're not gonna have a team you're not gonna have a job and you have to stop doing what you love you know it's like it it really gives that added pressure and it, it shows in the intensity and like training and stuff like that hundred percent hundred percent everyone everyone here every day is is a battle like and you know people are, are putting their you know bodies on the line like it, it really mm-hmm. is and and also to another added aspect is is the fans like like these yeah. fans like live in, and i'm sure seeing like the way detroit is like it's uh, i'm guessing it's the same like these fans live and die by the club and so yeah how they, not, how they they've been great there it's ridiculous bro like it's it's crazy just so much shit yeah. talking like chanting yeah. the whole game you know everyone just like it's it's so sick yeah. it's like what an environment what an environment to be in um and so yeah it's just you know you're, you're you're fighting for so much more and you know really like there's a lot on the line compared to you know college where it's kind of like everyone's just here to kind of get an experience and kind of develop yeah. get a little bit better and it's like we were saying earlier like it's you know academy football to first team like when you're you know when you're playing when you have a lot on the line it, it just it changes like the whole dynamic it really does yeah because you could be in college and really care and give it your all but at the end of the day you know like like for a lot of those guys it's yeah but i'm like this is it or maybe i don't know maybe that gives them the added fight for like seniors in college because it is their last year but yeah it, i just felt like when it's people's jobs on the line you kind of get that little extra extra yeah. dig and what's and like you said two people are still trying to play professionally so it's like they still have things to prove whereas like a lot of guys in college like you said it might be like their final run and you know they maybe aren't trying to get to the next step so they're maybe not working as hard but like you can see it mm-hmm. here where you know guys guys are trying to get a move to like the football league you know they're trying to become yeah. full-time professionals and so it's like you know if you're not on like your shit they're gonna make sure like you hear it and that you know because it's like they're trying to make you know something happen and they don't have the time for that to just like go to waste you know and totally and what's good what's good too is we don't really have like a lot of older guys i mean some of them like have played at like the highest level and are kind of just still playing the play, but even them, like their mindsets too, are still very like, you know, like let's go to battle type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's good to be around like uh, an environment of young people that are mm-hmm. like still trying to progress and, and push through the next Definitely. level. Definitely. Yeah. yeah man. It's, it's uh, awesome. yeah, an experience for sure. Yeah. I was going to say too, with, with the college thing and going back to the ages, like, Bro, we had a we had a freshman last year who was 18 and our oldest player was 28. So like 28. So like That's the gap insane. the the it's gap huge. between our youngest it's 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 insane. Like it was it yeah. was crazy. But that just shows again like it's it's almost ran more like a professional club than it is like a college. No, it's true. That really it is true. Wow, that's nuts though. Yeah, it, it's good times, good times, but yeah, happy to – I mean, it was fun, but happy to be out of there and kind of on to something Definitely. new. Definitely. Time to, time to get out for sure. So, 
yeah so how did you like talk about the the step from like call oh, well first you can talk a little bit about college tell people where you went and like that experience but how was that step from being in college to then like signing pro officially how did like that kind of all come about um so college was great um I had an awesome experience at I, I went to Cornell um and uh when I got there, it was the first year of our new coaching staff, and we were kind of kind of a mess. Uh, the coach really wanted to – his name's John Smith, and he was the first assistant, first assistant for Jeremy Gunn at Stanford. Um, and he helped – like, when that, that staff came to Stanford, they were, like, um, average to maybe mediocre even team. And then by the time they left, they were winning national championships, or by the time he left. And he came to Cornell and his goal was he wanted to change, do a similar type of culture change so that Cornell can be seen as like a top program in the country has been his goal. Um, and so that was like a really awesome experience to be a part of, um, to see a program really do a complete 180, um, completely change from within and to be with the really the first class or one one of the the first classes to be a really significant part of that was like a really great experience um and it really helped me grow i'd say mostly as a person off the field um but then yeah and sadly i didn't covid kind of ruined the last year of school for me i was going to go back for one last season uh and when it got we the when it got announced that the next fall was going to be canceled because I was going to be that was going to be my redshirt year I only had like two more classes left um I decided wanted to keep playing gonna make the jump to pro and from there it was basically sending out as many emails as I could of just highlights my my CV everything um emailing teams and agencies and um, old coaches, trying to call coaches, see if they knew anyone who could help me out. Um, eventually, um, I, got a, I got a call back from who's my now agent. Um, and he said that he, he really liked my highlights and all that. And he, he wanted to help me find a team as like a way to, to show that how he can help me. And he eventually he found me the Tucson gig, um, signed, signed with him as my agent. Uh, got to do my first year with Tucson, which was, uh, which was quite a very good experience. <laughs> yeah. Learning, learning lesson as a first year pro, I bet. Exactly. Exactly. More than anything, it was a lot of, lot of learning, learning how to be a pro, learning how, the right way to approach situations. Yeah, um, definitely. So when the coach that was that was at Cornell, was he the same coach that recruited you or like how did how did that work? Because I guess like, you know, since he came in as a new coach your first mm -hmm. year that he probably didn't recruit you. No, no. So, yeah, he he didn't recruit my class at all. Um, but almost I think we started off with eight or nine in my class and we ended up with five. I think, I think we lost half the guys in our class because his goal was 
I'm going to make their lives hell and see how many people will quit. And then that means like, I'm going to bring in my guys, like the guys that I was, I'm recruiting, you know? But, um, so I wasn't, I wasn't a part of the recruiting class. Um, but I think like he was genuinely like very pleased. And he's, he said this to us that like, he was surprised, but also like very like happy because a lot, a lot of the guys who stuck, who were able to stick it through, like he realized like these are the type of people we need, like, like people who can tough it out. Um, but yeah, I, I, so yeah, I wasn't recruited by him, but luckily I, I, I like worked hard. I tried to be the best player I could and I got a lot of playing time out of it. So um, turned out, turned out fine, I guess. Wasn't yeah. like chased out of the program <laughs> you know, yeah. by the new coach. Yeah. He stuck, he stuck it out and, you know, became a Cornell legend. And so that's uh, <laughs> always, always yeah. good. Did, did you feel like you had to like, really prove yourself like more because like he didn't recruit you like did he recruit another keeper were you kind of like the only one that was there like how did it, how did you step into that number one role um I mean I it was definitely like I, I wanted to prove myself like I didn't want to I was ha I, like I wanted to the reason I went to Cornell with the old coach was he told me like a lot of the other schools I was maybe talking to were saying like, listen, we have four keepers, you know, like, like the starter is all conference right now. Um, you're going to cut, like, it's most likely you'll come in and you got to look to try to get like, they really, it sounds like they don't even consider you to start for at least a couple of years. Yeah, and what sold me about, player. exactly. And what sold me about Cornell was it's a great school. I wanted to go to a very good academic school it's a great school and more than anything it's somewhere like if I were doing well I can perform or like they, they, they'd be willing to let me play my freshman year like I'm not gonna have to sit on the bench for a minimum of two years before really even being considered I feel like a lot of those schools it's almost like that's paying your dues and being on the bench no matter what um but I went to Cornell because they said I could play and even when the new coach came his, his mindset was, I don't care how old you are, whoever's performing the best is going to play. And um, like making the jump from college to professional, making the jump from high school to college, the college, as you know, the college game is totally different from like playing in club in Miami. Um, it's very much more physical, less ball, like, less of like the usual ball movement, more just that high intensity American soccer presence. Yeah. So it definitely took me a couple of weeks to get used to that also. But um, by the, my freshman year, we were not good. We ended up winning one game all year. So, so it was very much a brutal season. And by the, I think it was the fifth game, we were losing like three zero at the half. Um, and we were down and we were playing American in DC. And I'd been doing well in practice. Um, the guy who, had, who was starting, um, he was a junior, I think, at the time. So he was, like, very familiar with everyone. And he, he, he was, felt very comfortable with being in training camp. I definitely was, like, trying my best to push him as much as I could. And so we were getting killed at halftime. They put me in. Um, had a pretty good half. Um, 
and then he let me start the next game where we tied, um, which is a big deal for us then. <laughs> and so I kind of like, and I, I was playing well. And so I just kept really just kept playing from there. And he brought in a couple more keepers throughout the, my time there. And I had my own personal ups and downs with the team, but overall I was able to get the majority of games, um, almost all the games I was healthy for. So it ended up, ended up working out well. Yeah, no, definitely. And that's good that you're able to get a lot of playing time. That's, it's so important yeah. as a keeper, especially at a young age, like it's so vital to, you know, get that experience. Yeah. And yeah. Be able There's to. really nothing that makes up for playing, you know? Yeah. That's one thing looking back, like, like I wish I would have went Juco or like yeah. somewhere like I just could have played, you know, and then like maybe mm -hmm. transferred out. I mean, it was tough because like I wanted a good school balance as well. Um, of course, like, yeah. You know, Nova provided that. But mm -hmm. looking back now, like at my career, like, and this is advice to any young keeper, like you just got to go and play as much as you can yeah. and like be involved go, in that exactly. tournament. Go where you can play because you're not playing this sucks. It's the worst. And it's like you can be in a great environment, like, but wherever you can play is where you got to go. Yeah. And it doesn't and, matter. It doesn't even matter what level that is. It's all about playing, you know. Yeah. 100, no, 100%. And what's great, too, is like with Juco, you can always transfer out. And like, you know, that's, that's mm -hmm. the biggest thing is like you, you want to be able to you know, yeah, it might not be the best educational school, but I mean, listen, the first two years of college are kind of the same everywhere, depending on, you know, it's like what you're studying and things true. like that. So, yeah. you know, that's like in retrospect now, looking back, like I definitely wish I probably would have gone somewhere where I can play the first two years and then try yeah. to like get a move out to, to somewhere. But, yeah. you know, it's, it's life you live, you know, you kind of look back and you can learn. And um, I mean, it, it worked out all right. Like I'm happy with where I am and, yeah, I mean, Nova, obviously it's not bad. Maybe. Nova was a good experience, but like I said, definitely happy to kind of yeah. I could like I could not sit on the bench another year. I was like, there's no way like you couldn't yeah. you couldn't pay me enough money to do it. It's brutal. It is freaking brutal. It's yeah. tough, man. It is tough, but and I'll, more like, than where anything, I'm, I mean, it is like you said. It's it's like one of those things also where it's like if I can go like this long a time like kind of like paying my dues like in like like you can pretty much deal with anything you know like you're dealing with like kind of the worst case scenario especially for an extended time it's like okay I can I can I can I can do this you know like I can pretty much manage whatever's going to be thrown at me in this and once and then it also makes you appreciate when you get to play it's like all right like I'm not letting go of this I'm not going back you know 100% no 100% and yeah I mean like I got to the point where I was like, I was like, God, like, even if I'm the number two, number three, if I'm the water boy, like there's nothing I'd rather do, I think, than get paid to kick a ball. Like, you yeah. know, as, as shitty as it might get sometimes and like as frustrating as it might be, like it's still miles better than like having to work like another job yeah. that you hate, you know, or like not doing something that you enjoy. So I think like it's tough to have the perspective in that moment when things aren't necessarily going like the way that you hope. But, mm -hmm. you know, like looking back, I'm like, yeah, I'm glad, like, you know, to be able to stick with it and, you know, 100%. continue on. A hundred percent. Yeah. No rush to move to an office. You can do yeah. that anytime you like. You could be 
50 and start working in the office if you want to, you know, you yeah. can only do this for so long. Gotta, exactly. Gotta go for it. A hundred percent. And that's why I told myself too. I was like, listen, like I'll play as long as I can do, you know, do the best as possible. And you know, whatever happens happens. And you know, you got a whole life after that. So that, like you said, there's no rush to have to jump into something right away. And, sure. um, you know, grateful to have the opportunities that are in front of me now. And, you know, just, yeah, keep, keep going and keep playing. It's, it's crazy. Like how, how far, I mean, all of us have come, um, right. it's, it's wild to look it's back and crazy to see. I mean, I think especially like our group down in South Florida has really like done well, like a lot of the guys that we train with are playing at the next level. Um, and even guys that have played in our club down there, freaking killing it uh, across all the levels, you know, it's been kind of cool. I think it's just been like, it's kind of remarkable how good those groups were that we found. Yeah. It, it was a time of my life. Like, bro, Giuseppe's trainings were like, it was like summer camp. You know, It was like, yeah, man. It, was, it was so fun and you take it for granted. Right. Because I mean, we'll probably honestly never get it again. You know, I mean, there might be a mm -hmm. few of us that go in and out and, you know, might be yeah. three, four people. But I remember there was a period of probably like one or two weeks where we had like, you know, six or seven field players, like six or seven keepers, like yeah. but, you know, every, everyone was coming out. Like it was so fun, such a good level. And I mean, yeah. again, like shout out you, Steppy, for, I mean, you look at like, you know, the keepers he's trained and, you know how oh, man yeah he's like where every he, everyone he's coached is, is at right now like i mean he's put people on the map no he really has like a, a lot like so many of the people that he's trained he's like because especially for giuseppe it's like he's so big on like both on and off the field doing the right things like yeah. taking care of yourself but taking care of your business off out, out off the off the field um wow. being responsible and all that like but yeah, like everyone in that group, like before, I think it was before I went to Tucson, it was like, like you, me, like we had Danny, Brian, um, and then we had John and Nick, John Lewis and Nick Hines, like they're shooting on us. And it's like, yeah. dude, like this yeah. is as good as training as you can find anywhere. Like you have yeah. top, like guys like Romario Williams, who's been around for, for a while at playing at the top level, playing like Jamaican nap first team um like like when you can train with keepers who are playing at this high level like on the keeper level and then you're getting the shots from top of the line field players it's it's like yeah you can't beat this man like Giuseppe got has the setup <laughs> yeah yeah no of course there's no there was nowhere else he wanted to be and I mean it was so inspiring, like to see, you know, as a young kid, like see guys that have, you know, like kind of made it and, you know, have, have kind of gone through what you're going through. And that's the beauty of it too, is like, you have the wisdom to be able to, you know, learn from them and, you know, kind of get some mm -hmm. of their experiences. And I mean, you got to be around a lot of those guys at Kendall, cause you guys were all together, experience all that. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's actually incredible like how well every a lot of the guys on that Kendall team has done because that that was probably that was like the most talented team like I've ever been a part of like like that team was seriously talented I'd like talk to some of the guys and like it's kind of looking back on it, it was kind of um sad that we didn't perform 
as well as we could have like nationally just based off the talent on that team like that's a team that should have made a run deep in the playoffs of academy but we didn't but no yeah like so many of those guys like are playing professionally and it's awesome like yeah a lot of the guys had great college careers and then there's what me danny nick john john bolaños like there's just a group of like six or seven of us still playing which is pretty remarkable for just one team i feel like yeah no of course and yeah kendall i mean kendall did a good job of that and even i mean like we missed each other by a year at kendall because i came into kendall Mm -hmm. the year that you that you went to school um yeah Yeah. i mean what a what a club (laughs) and like you know, say what you want, but like, I mean, they, you know, they got players out and, you know, players that went on to play like at high levels. And I mean, even my team, like, you know, there's, there's guys that, um, you know, are playing at a high level and, you know, have, have continued to go on and, and do well and, you know, be able to just, I mean, continue playing. And that's the biggest thing. Like, it really doesn't matter where at, like, as long as you, you know, can keep, keep going and keep playing, like, that's the biggest thing because each level you get to, like the percentages get smaller. So just having a true. spot like that is, is, is so important. It's true. Very true. Yeah, man. Yeah. The good old, the good old days when, when soccer was simple. It really was. Everything's so simple. And at that level, it's like, yeah, you're just really having fun, you know? Yeah. You're, like, yeah, it's just you're, you're not really worried about anything else. Well, that's what's crazy is like it's all perspective because I remember like when I got to academy I was like, holy shit! Like it's academy, like every game, you know. Yeah. I was like, I was like, wow. And then like looking back now, I'm like, oh, bro, that was a breeze. <laughs> like you know, yeah, it's, it's like, was, it really was. It really was. It's so simple. And now you're playing with guys who can hit it like hit it harder than the hardest person you could shoot there, but they're doing that inside the boot, putting yeah. it putting it inside the post every time. And you're like, all right, like this is this is tough. Like I gotta be on my A game every day now. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, you can't just show up and and kind of like mess around. Like like you said, every yeah. day is like yeah. it's your job. You, you can't, you know? you know exactly. You can't coast at this level. The yeah. people who coast don't 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 hang around long. Yeah, they won't. And they you're won't gonna get. Work. Yeah, and day to day is just not gonna be fun if you're just being the worst player. You know. <laughs> yeah no for for sure so what's what's the situation at at Detroit like where are you on the depth chart have you gotten like some opportunities kind of are you paying your dues quote-unquote like how how's the situation there so um so when I came in here um I really got here from you you remember coach Eric right I've never trained with him or met him I I might have met him but you did a little oh that's right because you weren't at Kendall yet yeah, because Mark he might have worked a couple one. times with with G. I don't know if you were there for those, but no, I well, I I know who he is, but and I think I've met him, but I had Mark who was at Kendall. I don't know if That's you remember. That's right. Him, yeah, yeah, that was that was the year that after he left. Um, yeah, because my last year was his last year, but he so he moved to Detroit and he's been with this club for years now, and they so they've been making their way from the I guess NPSL up to now championship which is awesome for the club but he he's been trying to get me here for a couple years now um and this off season i've been i was looking for a team things i wasn't very happy with tucson 
um, decided to look for other chances at other places. So we, um, and I was looking for a team and I didn't get to play last year in Tucson. So it's very difficult when you're looking for a team and they see that you didn't play at all in a season. Um, it's hard to get offers. So eventually Eric was able to bring me in here for a trial and the, from the first day, they're very open. They're like, Hey, we've had, we have a starter here. We're very happy with him. Um, we want you to be here, push him as much as you can. Just be, do what a good number two does. Like you're ready to go, um, push him, make, make sure that, that, that his name is Nate is the starter, Nate, Nate Steinwatcher. And he's been, he's been great, but, um, make sure Nate doesn't get complacent, you know? And I don't think he would because that's just his personality. He's a, he, he, he's a very, he's a good pro in that sense. Um, and, and I was like, Hey, no problem. Like I'll do what I got to do hopefully. And hopefully if I do well, have a good mindset, like I'll be able to get um, a game here or there, you know, that's as much as I can hope for right now. And so, so far haven't been able to play yet but I've been the number two for every game. Um, we only have two keepers, so that does help. But um, <laughs> so I'm, I've been on the bench ready to go. Um, been pretty happy with how practice has been going. And I've talked with the coach since, um, and he's told me he's been happy. Eric's told me that they've been happy with how I've been playing and that they would, they do trust me to step in when the time may come. Um, and it is also nice because I'll know I'll get at least one game this, this year. So it would be good to kind of make that debut and just more for myself and my own confidence, like being able to get, get some playing time, you know, and be like, all right, I like, like we were talking about earlier, like being like, Hey, I deserve to be at this level. I can play. Um, Cause I feel like I, like I know I show that in practice, but the games, everyone knows games are different. Like as much as you want, especially as a keeper. Yeah, especially as, as, as much as you say, practice and games are just important. Practice how you play in the game, all that. It's not the same. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited for that. Hopefully, it should be next month or so. I'll be able to get a game. So I'm I'm stoked for that. But, I'll be um, keeping an, I'll be keeping an eye out. I'll make sure to yeah. tune in and and uh, it yeah. sucks because the time change. I can't really watch any games because it's so oh, late that's here. So, dude, it's so um, late. Yeah, it's so yeah. true. But no, I definitely definitely will be keeping an eye out. And I've been. I mean, I knew you were there, so you know, been checking how the team is doing and stuff, and you know, yeah, following along. So you can count me as a supporter. I'm always rooting Hell for yeah. you. Hell um, yeah, man! But no, that's that's good though. That like you have that open and honest communication with both like the coach and Eric and you know they you kind of understand where you're at and you know if mm -hmm. the time does come like you know they they trust you and you can kind of you know hopefully get in that role and and it's tough too right because normally like if you're at it like an MLS club like you might get the cup games you know or you might get like exactly. some of other things but because you're in the championship like you want to do well in the cup so they're gonna play exactly. the strongest team not to say that you're not the strongest keeper, but you know what I mean? No, no. hundred. And that was, that was a conversation that I actually had because um, we, we, we played in the U S open cup and traditionally even like the championship and elite, a lot of league one teams will play, especially for the first round. A lot of times they'll play a lower league team, depending on how it goes or even a team in their own league. And a lot of times they'll play like 
what's normally the second choice keeper. And it was kind of, I think, a little bit awkward for me because um, when we played, I think it was our third game. And I literally, I joined this team very, I, I missed all of preseason when I got the call to come in here. I, I literally got here the week of our first regular season game. So it was kind of like, I think I was still like adjusting because I think the second week was our open cup game. Plus it doesn't, it probably didn't help me that our game was against um, this team's like main Detroit rival who plays in NISA. Um, so they were in, which is the league we were in last year. So it's kind of like their main rival from across town. Um, yeah. And then it ended up we won 3-0. But I think everyone was kind of like, we, we really got to treat this seriously. Because there's something about a derby that's just different, you know. Yeah. You, you yeah, really never know how things may go. But once we started playing, I think it was like, okay, wait, yeah, we're way at a higher, at a much higher level, you know. Just yeah. Better team overall. But um, so that, that, that it would have been nice. But. I, at the time I wasn't upset. I, I like totally understood where they were coming from that the open cup meant a lot to like, especially ownership and the fans. So they kind of went with, went with Nate again there. And, and I think it also helps that like Nate's been performing so well that he's like really one of the top keepers in the league. He is just voted um, best keeper of the mid season point. Um, so he got that award, which he deserves. Um, so it definitely is like, it's one thing when you're not playing and you're like, I really think I should be given something here. And it's another, but it's another, when you come into a situation and it's kind of like, Hey, we're, this is what's happening unless otherwise, like you need to stay ready. You need to push yourself. You need to push the guy ahead of you. And if he's not playing up the par, then you'll get your chance or if he gets hurt, you have to be ready. It's, all that but yeah there's definitely one game I know I'm playing because I know he's not gonna be able to go to it for personal reasons so I'm like all right I'm ready like let's do yeah, it start, start getting prepared oh awesome exactly. yeah no and and you know the thing is too is like him doing such a great job as well shows that you've been fulfilling your role as a number two and you know making sure that he's on his game and you know as much as it sucks like you know not getting those awards and not being able to play like it is, you know, it is um, like an applaud to you and being able to, you know, come in every day and, and push him to, you know, be the best keeper that he can be. And, you know, it's kind of a, not like mm -hmm. a joint award, but you feel a part of it. Oh, a hundred percent. And like, dude, I feel like I'm his biggest fan on game days, you know, like yeah. when he makes a big save, like I'm, I'm freaking stoked. Like yeah. I'm as happy as me making a save, you know, like, and that's also, that's also like, shows like when you really care about the game and being a good teammate it 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 makes it honestly makes your life a lot easier if you're not playing otherwise you're just freaking miserable like you got to find joy in those things for for your own sake also definitely um, definitely and that's was, I mean, uh, go, sorry, ahead. go ahead go ahead no no it's you i was just gonna see like how's it been with you over there or hear about it yeah i mean obviously, i'm how long have you been in the uk again like this will be my third week. Um, okay, yeah. So you're still so, fresh there. Yeah. So I was on trial the first like two weeks. Um, trial went well. Like, did really well, and um, you know, basically spoke with the coach, and he's like, listen, you know, similar things. Like, listen, like we have the number one 
he was here last year. Like, and what's crazy here too is because the season is 10 months, right? Basically like oh, nine, 10 so months. Long. So like, yeah. you know, he has, I think over like already 70 or 80 games with the club, you know? Wow. And so, and like, he was also, he was like Leeds youth team, like signed professional with Leeds, like oh, wow. represented England at the youth. I mean, he's an amazing keeper, don't like, like quality, you know, but um, mm-hmm. so they kind of said, they're like, listen, like, you know, if you want to play right away, like, you know, we don't, we can't really promise you that, but like, we think you're a great keeper to come in and like, you know, keep him honest, push him and, um, you know, who knows, like he could potentially get a move somewhere in, in December. And then, you know, we want you to be mm-hmm. ready to come in and, you know, be the number one. And um, so, yeah, it's, 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 you know, again, not ideal. Like obviously you do want to be playing, but you know, my mindset when I left Miami was like, I just want a team. Like, I just want, you know, to find somewhere I can be a part of, you know, um, mm-hmm. and just be in the environment. And so, and to be fair, like they've all, you know, they've been very honest with me, very open, you know, kind of, told me where I stand and um, yeah, I mean, just grateful to be a part of the club and club really is like, they do a good job of like feeding players out to other clubs. Like they've had a lot of people kind of get moves on to like, you know, bigger teams. And um, so like we just, last night we played with gum wonders. I don't know if you know who, who that is. Um, They're in, they're, they're in league one. Do you know the striker Akin Fenwa, like the really jacked. Yeah. So that's where he played um no way yeah but he retired does sound familiar but i don't know yeah they're not super well known but anyway it was you know it's it's a big team here in england and like a kid Mm -hmm. that was at like worthing last season you know he moved on and and signed with them and so um it's a good like starting point and a good stepping stone and um, just happy to be around be around like that professional you know first team environment definitely definitely it's that's all. That's all you can want, right? You gotta get your foot in the door, and then see if you can make your way through. Definitely, definitely. It was good start too. Somewhere. Yeah. Oh, and especially like as an American, like it's so oh, hard it's unless you have an agent or like someone who can really like try and help you like get your foot in the door. And bro, like this summer has been absurd. When I tell you, like it just from the moment I landed in Germany to like where I'm at now like something like you can't make up you know it's just like something out of a movie um and so yeah just like really happy to kind of like I said be settled in where I am now and you know Mm -hmm. just to have just to have a spot like is is so huge yeah I bet I bet no it must be such an awesome experience though would love to make my way overseas one eventually because that just sounds so cool like man (laughs) You're living yeah. like every American football player's dream, you know, going over to Europe, finding a team over there and just doing it, playing. Yeah, I appreciate it, bro. It it, it definitely is an unreal experience. And I mean, honestly, you asked me a year ago, like I never would have pictured myself like, you know, where I'm at now. And I mean, that's the beauty of, of football. You know, it's like you can really end up anywhere, you know, like I mean, like you, yeah. you it, you didn't sign with Detroit until a, a you know a week before the season. Like it's just it's no, wild. literally, like, really out of nowhere. You know. Yeah, it's crazy. It really can take you every anywhere. Never thought I'd live in Detroit, but <laughs> there you are. <laughs> Freaking love yeah, Detroit. No. It's awesome. No, definitely. <laughs> no, I mean you know, and that's 
that's the beauty of it is like the world, the soccer world, especially as you know, is so connected and like everyone knows everyone. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. like you do your time, you do well, you know, continue to play and, you know, you can end up anywhere. Like that's, that's True. really the beauty of it. And, you know, look at, you look at someone like Turner, Zach Steffen, like, you know, I mean, Turner, especially, I don't know if you know his story, but like, Oh his, yeah. Like Dude, his story like, is the type of thing that like me, like, that me and you hear about and you're like, oh, that's really yeah. the, that could be me story, you know, like yeah, went definitely. to college, wasn't, he, what, he wasn't even the starter his first two years or something. And then yeah. he was thinking about, I think he said he was thinking about transferring to just go D3 so he could just have fun, not care. Mm-hmm. Um, just then just falls into place for him, right? Gets little chances here and there, makes the most of it. Yeah. Now he's just got signed by Arsenal. It's crazy. It's it's wild. It's wild the way that that works. And I think what's good too, like at least with us with keepers, is like we have a little bit of a longer time frame. You know, people are kind of they kind of know that like you know we age like a a fine wine. Hopefully, like exactly. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> like the more experiences we get, and you know, kind of the more games under our belts, like you know, we're only going to get better. And so, you, know, you kind of have you kind of have some time to be able to um, continue to develop and, and, you know, peak and, you know, whereas nowadays exactly. like young players, there's so much pressure to do well. So, so quickly. There really is. I'd say, especially in like your environment that it's almost like if you're not, if you, if you're, it's very much the age factor is a big thing. And it's a good thing for us as keepers, because I think a keeper's prime is what like early thirties is kind of known as a keeper's best times. Or as a field player, it's like mid to maybe late twenties. Um, so it's very much time is, is I guess on our side a little more. And I, from what I've heard in Europe, they're a little more strict of the, Oh, now you're too old. Like won't even consider signing someone if it's not there because they're too old it's not seen as a good enough investment that and also like also bro like um physical like characteristics you know you and i are not the tallest I, yeah. yeah and bro like i was at this club in germany and they told like my connection they're like we want someone who's minimum six three <laughs> no like, yeah that happened to me in like, germany too in high school i went with summer with anise and johnny Oh wow! Like I didn't know that. A little, yeah. We made a little. So that I think like Danny and John, they did a trip to Germany. They made a little like it was like a plantation team, and they wanted to okay. do it again. So they did it with a group of younger guys. I think I might have been the oldest guy there, but they brought me with them because I wanted to do it because I was like, I want to go train in Germany because they had a couple connections. So I trained with a club. Uh, it was a Bundesliga B team, like a second Bundesliga um, team. And the and the coach is the same thing. He's like, "You're really good. Like, if you were two inches taller, like we'd keep you." And I was yeah. like, "Thanks, man." He goes, "How how tall is your dad?" And I told him. He's like, "I was like, I was like, I was. I said he was my height, but I should have been like he's six five. You know, <laughs> I just lied to him." And he's like, "You did great. Just you're too short." And I'm like, "Yeah." Like, and I was kind of like, I was really bummed about that, especially because at that time I was still doing college recruiting. And I heard that from like multiple schools as well, where it's like, you're just kind of, you're just, we're, we're looking for someone a little bit bigger. And I'm just yeah. like, oh my God. And especially when it's frustrating it, when you know you're good enough. And it's just something that's completely out of your control is what they, or maybe they just tell you that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think especially in Germany and in America, like it's, it's similar in a sense of like, it's such a physical league 
that mm-hmm. you know you, you kind of do have to be like you know that that strong like kind of big like goalkeeper you know and mm-hmm. um but i don't know i think like nowadays like i want to say it's become more to like developed and like people are are more open to it you know you kind of see i mean some of the best keepers in the world now you're seeing are more like kind of six one six two like you know of course you have like courtois donnarumma some of like the giants that are huge exactly but for the most part you're seeing like some of the best keepers in the world kind of tend to be around that like six one six two range so i want to say like like you know the soccer world's opening up to that a little more but i think so i think they are dot like I think in some, it, it really varies by country still, but like, yeah. um, I think a lot, it, it's becoming more accepted that if you can play, you can play no matter how big or small you are. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. And the biggest, the, I'm, I don't, I don't know if you know him cause I mean, he's kind of well known, but Nick Ramondo, um, you yeah. Know, yeah, he's, he's tiny. ML, yeah. And MLS <laughs> legend, like, you know, I mean, he is. he's the legend. And so it just, like you said, it shows like if you can do a job, you can do a job. And I think that's what like people are starting exactly. to understand. And um, yeah, it doesn't matter where you come from. doesn't matter, you know, who you are, your height, whatever, like, listen, at the end of the day, like people want to win. And if you're a winner, like that's really mm-hmm. all people care about. A hundred percent. That's, that's really is all that matters at the end of the day so what are your uh what are your goals moving forward oh my my internet took a took a dookie can you hear me okay yeah no yeah 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 it, it was a okay, little, little iffy there but it's all right now awesome um, awesome i was i was asking like what are your what are your goals moving forward like where do you see yourself you know five ten years from now like what what what's on that vision board yeah i mean i'd love to I was able to move up leagues last year without playing. <laughs> love to keep trying to move up as high as I can. I would love to, if I could keep playing, be if I could still be playing in five years, I'd be stoked. You know, um, you know, God willing, no injuries or anything like that. Keep growing as a player. I, right now, I want to keep growing as a player. Take advantage of whatever opportunity I, I'll get. Um, and maybe what's best for me is if I could stay with Detroit longer or find a new find a new team who wants to wants to make me a starter, something like that. Um, do that in the short term, but yeah, keep growing as a player. Maybe if possible, make my way to MLS one day or go overseas and try to do the same over there, wherever that may be. Um, but yeah, I'd be stoked to be able to kind of see the, especially see the world and just keep playing for as long as I can would be, would be the dream for me. Yeah, definitely. How, how long is your contract at Detroit? Are you, it's just one years or one year yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Just a one year, especially because like when I got here, it was very much, Hey, we need you to sign. So we have a keeper, a backup, you know? Um, yeah. But I mean, from what I've heard from Eric and with talking to the coaches, they've been, they seem to be pleased. Obviously, it's a conversation that we'll have at the end of the season, um, see where things lie. But I'm, I'm, I've been really happy here. And especially if Nate's, Nate's been doing so well and he's performing super well, I, I know it's, he would like to move up. So if an opportunity presents for him, then that could open up the spot here for me to be the guy. So. Kind of just got to take it, take it by the year, 
find the best situation wherever that may be. Um, hopefully, yeah, just keep keep moving up, you know. Enjoy enjoy the journey, brother. That's it. Exactly. Like, it's gonna take you. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that's awesome. No, that's really uh, it's good to see like continue progressing and you know having the opportunity to keep playing and like you said, you love what you do. So wherever that is and you know whatever level, mm-hmm. like as long as you keep keep enjoying it, you know that's that's really what's important. Hundred percent. What do you yeah. what do you think you would what do you think you would do after football? Oh man, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. That's honestly something I still like think about like from time to time. Like, what am I gonna do after this? And I'll stress myself out and like let's I gotta like kind of yeah. get myself back in. So I'm like, all right, we're doing this, we we're committed to this. You like I know I wanna be playing, like let's focus on playing, you know, just don't yeah. don't add unnecessary stress to yourself like that um because this is a even doing what you love is stressful enough you know it's hard not not an easy thing to show up and perform top of the level every day that you can but um i have no clue man maybe i'll use that engineering degree i got <laughs> like we'll see something slight you know a little little engineering degree yeah, I mean, one of the cool things about going to a place like Cornell and like knowing the people, and even like from my high school, is a lot of those people are doing some pretty cool things in the workforce, and they're making, they're doing really well for themselves. So maybe when that, whenever that time comes, I'll have a friend in a good place, and uh, nepotism gets you gets you a long ways in business. It's all about who you know. So. Maybe yeah. I'll know the right person who can hook me up and get me with a good situation, find help me find something that I'll enjoy when that time comes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well, no, hopefully you can keep playing as long as possible and, you know, keep uh just keep enjoying it. Like you said, I mean, you know, even the longest soccer careers are not that long. You know, they they go by quick. Mm-hmm. And so it's, you know, it's important 100%. to really like really relish yeah. it because you could go from one yeah. day to being you know on the field and the next you're not so like you just really got to cherish it like happens all the time it's freaking scary to think about and try not to but yeah you gotta just gotta roll with it you know how do you like living in the uk like just life so far or just in in general because you spent more time in germany i guess yeah germany was I'll tell you some things off air, but Germany was like, you know, a good, like a good experience for sure. And it definitely like helped me, you know, grow one as a player and two, like as a person, um, mm-hmm. like I said, the language barrier was definitely like, you know, a bit of a, a bit of a challenge. Yeah. It's but, tough. but the Especially UK's if you don't big, know German at all. It's such a difficult language, man. It was, yeah, I mean, it, it was, I, I really did try to learn, like, I really did would practice as much as I can. And, you know, I learned like some of the on field phrases and things like that. But, mm-hmm. bro, like, I was a different player, like, because in a bad way, because like, I'd be trying to like, and as a keeper, you know, like talking is so important. And so like, I'd be trying to communicate. And like I'd yeah. be second, I'd be second guessing like everything that I was saying. That actually makes yeah. so much sense. Like, yeah, because you got to be you have to be focused on what's happening and what you say is kind of secondary to your focus. But I feel like you almost are thinking so much about what you're trying to say. It takes away your focus from the game. And then that's got to affect you, you know? Yeah. And, and at this level, like, you know, everything's happening so fast. You can't be afford to be like, oh, like, how do I say this? You know, and how do I yeah, say that? No, literally. Like, it's literally it's, 
it's just too yeah so I you know and being away like I've never been away from home for this long like I was on my own you know it was it was that yeah, was like true. definitely you, an adjustment. You did school down south also yeah yeah I was all bro before I left like it was the time of my life like life was so good like didn't have yeah. football like was going to the keys every weekend like just around oh. the homies like I graduated awesome. like yeah it was just I was it was but it was like a good send-off you know it was like hey like 100 like enjoy like yourself this, a little you know yeah like you're gonna go freaking going after your dreams you know definitely for sure and and also too like knowing like hey like if it doesn't work out like you're gonna be okay you know like it's not mm-hmm. the end of the world like you have a good life waiting for you like on the back end 100%. so you know like so it was definitely a good like a good send off and like really motivated me um like during my time out here but um mm-hmm. bro the uk the uk is amazing like just from like bro the accents to like you know the environment and and the football yeah. like, it it really is it's like a special place and two of like my good friends from nova they actually only live about like 30 minutes in one direction like an hour in the other oh no way um yeah, well that at all bro th- this is what's crazy so like when i was in germany like i had like a period of like maybe like a week or so where i didn't really have a lot going on i was like oh like like i'll take a trip to england right it's super close like pretty quick flight yeah, that's what's like, awesome like, about europe too yeah it's so tiny like it's so close ge- geographically it's amazing it, it really is it's so and the trains are amazing they're comfortable like super easy to get around and mm-hmm. um you know i mean the way like you know, Miami to Detroit, it's like Germany to England, you know, or, or vice versa yeah. or, or somewhere else. Like it's, it's very, it's very cool to be able to, to travel like that. So yeah, I, I, I was like, bro, Germany sucks. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> like, let me take a trip. <laughs> let me take a trip to England. And so I, I stayed with my friend from Nova and his dad knew like someone who was pretty involved, like in the football world. And he was the one who actually ended up on the back end getting me this trial at oh no way and yeah and then is the reason i'm here now so it was Dude, that's sick so that trip was like it just goes <laughs> like take the trip you never know definitely no I, and i needed it like just to be around some familiar faces like you know being a comfortable mm-hmm. like home kind of have that like family feeling like yeah it was, it was definitely being in a foreign needed. country all alone you definitely can feel that you can get that I could imagine that homesickness really hits especially not having any any familiar faces near you yeah and and the biggest thing too was is like it was such a waiting game because like I didn't really have like a schedule like each day was just like hey like there's a trial like we need you to go or you know hey we like this that so like bro there was a period of like a week where I just wasn't doing anything and I was like all right let me not like waiting yeah, literally. Like, I had my mom ship my Xbox out. I was like, I can't. Like, I'm so bored. Like, I, I have nothing. I can't do this. So, you know, that's why I was like, all right, like, let me at least make the most of my time, like, while I'm out here and, you know, go and, and you know, take take this trip. And, yeah, thank God I did because if not, like, I, I wouldn't be here. So, um, yeah. you know, worked out. And this area of England, too, is really beautiful. Like, like I said, right on the coast. Like, mm-hmm. it has – it has kind of like northeast like i don't know if you've ever been to maine or like massachusetts or kind of like but those mm-hmm. sim- like type of like, vibes. like that type of vibe yeah so yeah it's just uh 
happy to where I'm be and happy to be where I'm at and speak the same language. I'm telling you, it's such a, it's so refreshing. A hundred percent. I could only imagine. I could only imagine. Yeah. So we'll have to get you, we'll have to get you out here. You know, you're always welcome, bro. It's, oh, uh, absolutely. I'd love to go, go watch a game over there. That sounds yeah, awesome. I really need to make the trip out to England. I've never been. It just sounds so awesome. Hey, flights aren't too bad, and you're already up north, so it's not – it's true. closer to Miami. <laughs> it's true. It's true. No, I know yeah, it's man. I know it's definitely a big a big commitment, but, you know, you know, you have a home here if if you need. Yeah, so um, it would, would definitely be a, a great experience. And But that's what's crazy is, like, now knowing, like, I won't be home till probably, like, end of April, May, like, is bonkers. Yeah. Like, it's, it's so wild. Yeah, because – Will, will you have a trip like around the holidays a little bit or uh, a break? No, they just go right they, through it. Really? They play bro. Like boxing day is huge here. And like, that's, that's a day right out. Yeah. So like, I thought about that. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. We, we do have some periods throughout the season where like we have like, um, like a weekend off. So if we don't have any cup games, I think I'm going to like try and come home for like maybe four or five days just to like, Mm-hmm. kind of break like break it up a little bit um 100%. so i'll try that and if yeah. not i think i think the fam will probably come out like maybe around yeah. christmas i mean it's a great excuse for them to yeah. come out there, you know get to see, yeah. get to see the world too but yeah it's tough dude. just international travel is brutal yeah it, it definitely is it's uh it's tricky and but you know again like i'm around good people and the club's been good and so it's like you have everything else that's kind of helping it kind of you know yeah. settle in a little bit really, if you can get settled in and like having people you know close by and even like yeah making it, if there's a good environment around you it just makes all the difference in the world 100 percent, yeah 100 percent, and just yeah just ha- like and my friend he was like bro like if you need anything like my family's here like don't hesitate you know and so like yeah. having that and i also have some other like family friends in london so it, like yeah I have, and that was another reason too like england was just way more attractive like to be able to yeah. to be um, you know you can get non-stop flights home like it it yeah it, it worked out all right so it was uh it was good it was definitely good so that's awesome man yeah happy to be so should we uh should we wrap it up? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> we'll we'll talk some more after. But yeah. Anyway. Definitely. Ladies and gentlemen, Thanks. Ryan Cello. <laughs> Thank you for having me on, Mike. <laughs> of course. Appreciate it.